Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Heard Eamon mentioned there in the news a few moments ago the um, changes around the hospitality sector. This is specifically relating to service charges. You know, sometimes at the end of your bill, maybe often if there's over six or eight people eating in the restaurant, you'll be told there's a service charge of X amount of percent. And that now is going to be changed. Um, It's essentially going to be banned unless the restaurant can prove that that money is going straight to the staff. And Adrian Cummins is the CEO of the Restaurants Association and he's with us here on the programme today. Um, Adrian, just to clarify in the first instance before we talk about the change, the service charge, as we know it at the moment on the bill, it's not actually a tip. Well, it depends on the on, on the restaurant in question. So every restaurant has their own policy. Uh, and what this legislation will do will bring more clarity for our industry. And we we agree with that and we support that. So you have tips, gratuities and service charge. Um, and you were talking about service charge, and so I'll stick to that at the moment, Andrea. Um, so service charge, essentially, uh, you know, business, uh, they would, some businesses would see it as a, as a, as a charge that they would raise uh, for the business. Uh, it will be decided within the business how much would go to staff, would it all go to staff, or what it is. But it's an agreement with the staff internally. Uh, now this means that it would be very clear that if it is a service charge, all of it goes to the staff. Right? So we've asked, I've just finished the meeting with the, with the Tarnish the, this morning, and I just I wanted to ask him around the operationali- operationalization uh, how, of this legislation, how it's going to work. Uh, and he did say that if a business wanted to bring in a booking charge, uh, there's no reason why they couldn't bring in a booking charge, which would be separate to a service charge. So that, for example, you in other sectors of the economy, you have service charges uh, like within within hospitality. So you have a service charge if you go to uh, a night out at a, con- at a concert, you may see on your ticket a service charge. You may see on a delivery of food from a takeaway to your to your home, uh, there's a service yeah. charge uh, within that that as well. There's a delivery charge, a service charge, and then there could be on top of that then a credit card charge. So this is trying to tidy up everything within hospitality. I take I can see what the Thomas is trying to do here. We have some number of questions we need to see and talk to these officials how this is going to be operationalized. But it's one point that what I'd like to uh, advocate here. If you're bringing this legislation, it should be across the entire economy, not just one sector. So the law of the land should be the law across all the lands, not just part of it. So if I'm working in a restaurant or in a pub and there's currently a service charge, the owner can now only charge, or sorry, the owner can only put this service charge on the bill if that service charge is going directly to the staff. It could be all staff, it could be kitchen, it could be front of house, it could be everybody, but it has to go to the staff and they have to be able to show that. And and how how will we know if they're, like, I mean, how would I as the customer know that this service charge money is actually going to the staff? Well, so that's where we'd like to sit down with the department officials how this is going to be operationalised. You know, and what, let's just bring it back to the first part of, of what I said, tips and gratuities. And before your text light up into the call, you know, the, 
the vast, vast, vast majority of businesses I know are doing this correctly. So what we have in, in hospitality, sorry to have a technical term here, but we call it the trunk system. Trunk is a, is a system, it's what we call a hospitality for the sharing and pooling of tips. So for example, if you pay cash, uh, is pooled out internally with the agreement of the staff and how it's pooled out. Um, so you might have a higher percentage for front of house staff or, and a lower percentage for back of house staff, but every gets, everybody gets a share of, 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 of the tip. And that's agreed by the staff. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, you know, we come in for bad press of this, where you might have a new staff member that then start the first night or say the first, first few days of, of their, of their, when they start walking. And customers say, well, do you get all the tips? They say, no, I don't. Well, there's two things here. A, there's a tax liability. So we, if it goes through the credit card, we'll take the tax liability out of that and pay the tax for the business. We'll pay the tax mm-hmm. for the employee. Uh, and then the, empl- the employee may not know the full policy within, internally within all the staff members, how it's pooled. So I think there has to be clarity okay. around this. I agree that. And we need to make sure the customers know exactly what's happening. Okay. So I agree that also. S- stay, stay with us, Adrian, um, because I'd like to hear from those working in hospitality today. Like, what effect do you think this new legislation will have on the tipping culture? And has that culture actually changed anyway between COVID and people using less cash and using cards? And there's a lot of stories you hear at the moment, too, about, um, I suppose, the shortage in um, in staff numbers. Do you tip anymore, actually? 53106 is the number. Uh, Deirdre is with us. Deirdre is the owner of Cornucopia Vegetarian and Vegan Restaurant um, and she's with us on the line as well. Deirdre, Hello. well just Hi. first, how are you? H- have you noticed a change in the tipping culture? Um, let me think now. So since we went on cards and left cash, there's an increase in tips. We have definitely noticed on our Visa machine, there's an option uh, after while you're paying, there's an option comes up 5%, 10% or no, or 20% or no tip. So people are more inclined to tip and they see that in front of them. So whereas when the when we were losing cash and going more towards cards, we didn't have that organised tips had lowered. So yeah, there's an increase in tips, which our staff are delighted about, of course. And that's, in, that's, that's is that a shared experience, do you think, Deirdre? Because I have to be honest, I would have thought it was the opposite. I don't know. That's in Cornucopia on Wicklow Street. I don't know how it is other places. Um, we now have two tills. We had one till before. We have a new counter. So perhaps it's to do with that also. Okay. Have you noticed, Adrian, like from talking to members, has that culture changed? Oh, there's a massive increase towards cards um, ever since ever since um, COVID hit. Uh, this is one of these legacies of COVID where you know, people at the very beginning call us. We're all encouraged, or, you know, or don't touch cash. You could, you could uh, transmit the call with, uh, using cash. So everybody moved towards card, and then you saw the whole online uh, ordering systems, and there was a massive increase. And kind of, you know, outdoor dining uh, came, came about. People were going up to hatches to buy their coffees or their takeaways or whatever it was, and it was tap and go. So, you know, it, it rapidly increased during COVID and then there is less cash in society at the moment. And I, to be fair, I don't have, I, as personally myself, I don't carry around cash. It's all mm. tap and go. And, okay. and, and I do take, I do take, uh, take Deirdre's point there. You know, like, you know, the, the people have seen, uh, the customers 
are changing their 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 their, their trends at the moment. And uh, you know, within the industry, the credit card machines have the option to either have a tip included in it or not have a tip included. Yeah, in okay. That's up to each business what they want to do. Deirdre, this new legislation that's been introduced today that will essentially ban the so-called service charge unless you, as the employer, can, pl- can prove it's essentially going straight to staff. Do you welcome that? Um, it hasn't really. We've never charged service charge. So I, 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 because we're a counter service rather than a table service restaurant, I don't think we in Cornucopia have ever charged service charge. Maybe once or twice over the years when it was a big group and we were doing table service. But so I can't really comment on that. I think anything that regularises the industry, as Adrian was saying, is better. Yeah. So now I know restaurants work on very tight margins. I'm always talking about that. And so is Adrian. So I can understand why maybe if you had to bring on extra staff and you're doing a wedding or something like that, you know, where you have to have lots of extra cost in staffing. I can see why there would be a need for service charge in that situation rather than a regular situation. So I'm not sure how it will be, but it's good that it's legislated and yeah. clear and it's transparent. Okay, 1800 453 is the number if you want to join us, if you're working in the hospitality sector or perhaps maybe you want to talk about how the tipping culture has changed if you want to share your views. James Fahey is also joining us as well. James is the founder of uh, Just Tip. Um, and James, your business essentially centres on new technology that actually allows people to tip um, more easily when they're paying cashless. What are your thoughts on this new legislation? Thanks for having me on, Andrew. Um, look, I think this is a brilliant step in the right direction by the government towards you know the real hot topic right now of living wage. I think this is going to bring transparency to an area that was very grey for a very long time. And this is why myself and Kira, my co-founder, set up Just Tip, which to bring transparency to this area. Um, so I think this this legislation is, is superb for the employer and for the employee. Um, in in terms of the the service charge, does that like would you notice, James, that most businesses do they operate a service charge? Most do, and I think the area of the the media I've been focusing on for the last kind of eighteen months is really around the one percent of people who are pocketing that or doing the wrong thing with it. You have to remember there is still ninety nine percent of people who are always going to do the right thing. They're always going to give the money to their staff, and this legislation just reinforces what people are already doing. Um, I think it's completely in the right direction for the government. I think it's the first step and the UK stopped this from going through and I think this shows the strength of the Irish government um, by saying, you know, we are our own um, hospitality side and we're going to drive this forward, which is brilliant. Um, 53106, if you want to get in touch with us today in the programme on whether or not you do tip. Like, I have to be honest, Adrian, you know, I wouldn't really be inclined to tip unless I was out for a meal, probably more like an evening meal. But, like, it is sort of dependent on the the service, the level of service. That's, that's correct, uh, Andrea. Service and quality uh, at the end of the day, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I normally tip. <laughs> I, uh, and I definitely tip in, in hospitality because, you know, that's what I do. It's part and parcel of what I do. Um, but I, I, you know, this legislation, as your previous speakers have said, is going to, going to bring clarity. But we need further clarity around how this is going to be operationalized. But also, it's very clear that it isn't just hospitality being targeted for this, which I think the legislation is. Okay. That there's other sectors out there that I feel are going to get away with it. What sectors? And that's where, well, I'm the delivery sector. Is one the the concert tickets, travel tickets, 
where these all where you know if you're buying a ticket to your concert, look at now the the service charge within that and the charges within it. It has to be very much. I think the government now, you know, they're bringing forward this piece of legislation. I think this is going to open up more questions in other sectors and how things are being charged and what are, what 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 are they being used for and will the staff within those sectors benefit or can benefit from what is being used as a service charge within those other subsectors. Okay. Because that's where I want to, would like to see the fairness now across the board uh, with regard to this uh, new legislation. Dean Laffin is a food writer and the co-host of the Spice Bag podcast. Dee, thanks for joining us in the programme today. Um, what do you think, what's the reaction in your opinion to this new legislation that will ban the service charge effectively unless it's going straight to staff? Yeah, I think, I, I mean, to speak from the consumer's perspective, um, I think there's an awful lot of confusion out there at the moment as a consumer, and I think that this will only bring clarity to that. I think a lot of people listening today will not have realised, you know, what the service charge is and assume that that's a tip. You know, I think a lot of people do think that mm. still. Um, so I think it's great to be talking about it, and I think that this will be a welcome change for consumers as well as everyone said in the hospitality sector and employers as well because it's all about transparency and I think you know consumers really do when they are tipping these days because the cost of living has got up and everything people do want to tip for good service and are happy to do so and I think we are a good nation of tippers and that's why even there's more talk about it and this legislation is more and more important because we are doing it more but we want to make sure that the money goes to the right people and so this will kind of you know satisfy i suppose the customer that they know that the employer has to legally give that out and as adrian said and there's like whatever you know the the restaurant itself or 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 hospitality establishment decides how they divide that out that's that's a kind of yeah. individual But basis. I imagine a lot of people though, Dee, they just, you know, like if the service isn't great, they'll just round up to whatever, you know, the bill is. I know that's that's what I would do. But if the service is good, you know, if the service is really, really good and you've really enjoyed it, I'd leave leave a decent tip. But I wouldn't leave that if it was brutal. Yeah, I do think there is still that. I do think people do want to, again, give a tip for good service. And if they haven't received good service for whatever reason, um, I do think people are less likely to do that. And as you said, they'll just round up yeah, Maybe you just tend to round up bill. a bit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do think also we need to make sure that we're we're vocalizing any sort of, you know, that we talk to our servers and that we talk to like the establishment that we're in. If there's something wrong with the service at the time to make sure that they given them the chance to fix that, you know, because I really do feel that the servers out there are doing the best that they can um, to make the experience uh, good for consumers and they've been to you know you can see they've jumped through hoops in the last couple of years mm, to do that absolutely. so I think it's always good to give that opportunity yeah. as well. Matt has texted in and he's wondering does this mean that staff will be taxed on the tips? Yes, the answer to that uh, Andrea you know it's, it is income. It is. It, is. it was always the case yeah. though Adrian. <laughs> I mean. Well you know the law, it is the law. You pay a tax on, on the income that you're received. And the, you know, when it goes through credit cards, there's an obligation on the employer to make sure that the tax is collected. Um, and that is the law, you know. And, and I know people will, will say, well, why are we doing this? But it is the law uh, that we collect the tax on behalf of the employee and pass it on. And there is, a, there is you know, we actually, and then we have to pay the PRSIE contribution on that as well, employers. So there is a double whammy to us on this. 
you know, there's a cost to the business collecting it. Um, and, you know, we're, what we're saying very clearly here is that we have to have a go, there has to be an education process around this. Okay. How it's going to work. Uh, and to make our industry a better industry as well and improve, our, improve the image of our sector also. Uh, it's a text in here from a listener who says, I, I work in a pub restaurant, floor staff are on lower wages, the manager's on huge money and insists the cheese included in the tips also. Totally unfair, suggests this texter. 53106 is the number if you want to get in contact um, with us on the programme today. You can call us either 1800 453 106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.